Okay, so hi, uh, my name is Janae. Work. You have to tell them your name. They can guess it. My name is Alexis. And you, and this is Queen by Queen. We're not going to do it in unison. No, we didn't say we were going to do it in unison. Okay, I'm not going to do I'm okay. not going to do it in unison. And this is, and you're, you know, this is Queen by Queen. I don't know. I don't want to say you're listening to Queen by Queen because that's presumptuous. Maybe. What are they going to do? Are Are they just watching like the fucking tone thingy? Like that's what they're doing. They're just watching. Maybe. Okay. I'm hanging up. I'm not doing this. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not doing this with you. Anyway, if you are a listener, that would be very wild. Um, I mean, welcome to the garbage show, I guess. Hello. So this is going to be a show about Drag Race. I know for me personally, Drag Race has been really instrumental in my development of my like persona and of my personality over the years. I started watching it. Actually, drag in general has been pre- is pretty foundational to my personality development. Like I remember. Okay, for, foundational. I know okay, work. Psychology like we're talking day. SAT words. Um, no, like real, like real life, like. I, the first, so when I grew up, like, I'm talking, I'm actually talking. No, I know, I know, but we have to stop, and we really just have to say to everyone, Alexis is from California. Uh, Yes. That's why, that's why this is happening. Uh, Okay, continue. Yeah, I was, okay, (laughs) I was born and raised in California. I'm not ashamed of that fact. If anything, I'm proud of it, and I should be proud of it more so than any of the other 49, or however many other states there are, like... (laughs) California you know we're not going to go into this we'll have plenty of time to go into how much better California is than literally every other state um so like I when I was growing up like I was super afraid of the dark I still am honestly but because of that bitch I just almost shit myself so my upstairs there's a patch of my my ceiling my roof that is like my upstairs neighbor's floor obviously and it has like Mm. I think it's like gapped or something but whenever they step on it it makes like a sort of like (sighs) noise like it almost sounds like a Sexy. like an animal like huffing through its nose and it just fucking mm-hmm. happened and I just almost shit my pants but um anyway so they need to take care of it well you have upstairs neighbors yeah I'm on the first floor oh my god are you poor oh! uh sorry that my parents both have bad knees and I'm trying to be like considerate to their needs work my, Janae's ableist that's lovely so when I was growing up I was like afraid of the dark so my parents got me a TV because like a nightlight was not cutting that shit. Like I needed noise. I needed dynamism. I needed like movement and action. I'm the dynamism. Shut up. Um, so my parents, got, my parents got me a TV when I was like really little. And, um, I would stay up super late during like during breaks and on the weekend and stuff. And I would just be like very quietly, like scrolling through the channels and watching shit. This is also how I discovered I was into girls because I came across a girls gone wild commercial and i literally almost pissed myself and had to turn and like immediately turned off the tv and went to sleep because it was whatever um but there was i can't remember what it actually was but it was lady bunny i don't know if it was one of her comedy specials i don't know if it was like just something she was being featured i don't know because like it's just it was one of those memories that was just kind of like burned contextless into my brain but like i remember i was sitting like an inch away from the TV screen. Wait, is that how you say it? What? Context? I mean, leave me alone. I'm literally from California. Um, So, like, I was sitting, like, an inch away from the screen, and Lady Bunny was up there, and I remember being just, like, transfixed by her. Like, I was like, what the fuck? 
like this is this is it like and I never because like I don't remember her saying her name like I don't know how I knew what her name was but I remember that just being like this thing where I looked at her and I was so just oh I was like what what is this what what are you what are you doing like she was being raunchy and she was being just like really you know she was being fucking lady bunny so she's being like a a dirty cock pig like in a really amazing way that I hadn't seen before and was like so expressive and I thought she was so beautiful and it was just so fucking cool and I remember I could not find it again like every night I would just like go Mm. through all of my channels and try desperately to like find it again and I couldn't and I remember it being so irritating and then like years and years again later I came across you know Drag Race and I think Lady Bunny like I, and, and I was like Lady Bunny's lesser counterpart yes yeah I was like what the fuck and I like so it but I remember Lady Bunny she I actually my like screen name on everything for like ever was Lady Bunny for like years iconic icon like I I loved it but for me that was you know because when I was younger my I was very very sheltered well not very sheltered it was more like my parents like to lock me in like a gilded cage. Oh, word. Right? Poetic. Where, like, they, I never got to leave the house. Like, I never got to go out and mm. I never got to do stuff. And so when Drag Race became more popular and when I was finally, like, old enough to, like, really watch it, that was a big... It was really my only LGBT media. It was my only... Mm. And, like, it was really enlightening of, like, oh, my gosh, you can... Gender is not this super rigid thing that I've been telling, yes. told that it is, and like expression doesn't have to, you know, like you can, yeah. you can like be who you want to be, Barbie girl, and it was just, what? it was I don't know, like for me, Drag Race, even though it's it's changed over the years, it it's always held <laughs> a very special place in my heart of like yeah. becoming who I am now, and yeah, yeah, like I love all drag, and I like yeah. You know, whether it's just, like, a local queen that performs, it's an insta-queen. Like, I love all kinds of drag, but specifically drag race because I don't have to leave my house. And Absolutely, absolutely. And also because I don't have, like, any social media. Like, I literally don't. So I can't, like, follow anyone. And so you, yeah. So I think that that's really... Okay, first of all, I'm loving the iconic, like, idea of it slowly closing up up on your face and slowly closing up on Lady Bunny, like, in tandem and, like, as you realize. Are you talking about, like, that Ferris Bueller scene where the little... What? Okay, I would never reference a white man, and you know that. I love that movie. I hate you. The only good part of that movie is the anxious boy who has a reasonable opinion on it. That's fair. That's what I'm talking about. I was talking about the scene when he was in the fucking museum. And it's like, I don't remember what the song that was playing, but it was that that knitted painting thing where they're at a picnic or something. And it's like, and it's going back and forth between there. Is that what you're talking about? Were you making that kind of? No. No. Okay. I'm just, this is just what I pictured as I listened to you tell that story. I was just seeing Were you seeing that, though? And Lady Bunny. I'm just saying, were you, like, seeing that kind of a visual? I don't know, because I don't remember that movie, because I erased it from my brain as soon as I saw it. it. You know what else I hate? The Breakfast Club. I've never seen The Breakfast Club. Everyone who was going to listen to this show has left, because we sound like we hate Drag Race, and, like, I hate 80s movies, which I do not. I don't know. I don't remember why I disliked that movie, actually. Let me not take such a hard stance. I don't. Remember. I've never seen it. I'm a Libra, so I don't have hard opinions on it. You're anything. not a Libra. Yes, I am. 
No, you're not. What the fuck are you talking? Yes, I fucking am. What do you mean I'm not a Libra? When were you born? Are you sure? I was born October 18th. That doesn't make you a Libra. Yes, it does. I don't believe you. I'm looking it up. I don't fucking believe that, that doesn't make sense. I cannot believe okay, you're so trying you're to question the foundation. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty sure. What did you think I was? Not a Libra. I literally tag every Zodiac post I reblog with Libra. So you just haven't been paying attention to my star chart. Is what you're Obviously. What do you mean you're you know, a Libra? I how long have you I literally chart. was just about to ask you how long have you been a Libra? <laughs> how long have you been this way? When did you know? Wow. Okay, so let me uh, let me tell you that I think that your experience of Drag Race is more iconic. But when are you drinking something? No. I know you were drinking. I was something. drinking pomegranate juice. <laughs> nice. So for me, it was very not that because I was poor and I did not have a TV. Oh, you know what? Actually, I had a monitor in my room. We did not have TV because we're not sinners. What do you mean a monitor? Okay. What do you mean? It means a TV, but there's no cable. Okay. Wait, did you just blank fucking screen sitting in your we watched vhs oh tapes excuse God. you it's like we were blessed but it was because my dad died so it's like mm, I, mm, mm. Yeah. I don't know um i mean like one time i told somebody that i had college money because my dad died and they were like well you really need to be grateful for that because a lot of people don't have it and i was like i get it you should be grateful that your but- fucking dad's dead <laughs> Because now you get to go to college, and your dad won't get to be be there to see you yeah, fucking guys. Like, like, what? Like, what the fuck? Work. Okay, thank you for validating me, because I felt really shitty about it. But no, like, like, that's I the was... funniest shit I've ever heard. Like, yeah, you should be fucking, like, that would, like, you know those people that are, like, they get to sue for wrongful death, and they get, like, $10 million, and they're like, yeah. well, you're just rich. Like, yeah, because my child was killed. <laughs> like, my child is dead now. <laughs> <laughs> that is what who real life said that and was just like this is a valid argument Janae's dad is dead and now she gets to go to college so that means she has privilege over me <laughs> but also that's me because I didn't I have mean. college money so <laughs> so um, for me that that's very interesting for me to hear that you had that as your LGBT media or whatever because I had no LGBT media. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's let's count it down. Okay. So for me, my oh I remember I remember I remember. Okay, first of all, okay I'm skipping my like any childhood crushes, celebrity like TV people I liked. We're skipping all of that because I'm just talking about things that were very L- that were definitely LGBT. So I had a few things. I had a Fashion Rocks magazine with J Lo on the cover. J Lo's not that I. Listen, (laughs) I kept that magazine for years because in the middle of the magazine, I would flip it open and I was so, I had, it was about parties. It was about New York City's party scene. Yeah. And like, to me, that's completely foreign. I was like, what, what are you talking about? There's a scene, a party, they party. Because my party was like, my mom puts out some chips and crackers and all the kids came over and we watched Veggie Tales. Like, what do you mean? Fun. I just want to interject with like a fun fact about me is that I didn't know mm-hmm. Veggie Tales was a Christian show until like a couple of years ago. Cute. Why? How? 
God made you special, and he loves you very much. I didn't remember that. <laughs> like, I don't remember them ever telling Bible stories. Oh, that's why you're a sinner. Okay. You just blocked out all the good Christians. No, like, I remember watching that show, and I remember the songs, and I remember there was, like, a fortress with a wall, and I think they were trying to get over the wall or something. Yeah, that was the Battle of Jericho. Is that important? I literally don't know what that is, but like, I remember watching it and I, it just never, cause I never read the Bible. Like we didn't go to church when I was a kid. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Literally the Christian child in me died for a second. What do you, I know that that doesn't, I know that that's normal, but the fact that you just said, I never read the Bible made me feel like, oh wait, I, what, huh? What? What? You really, you really? I mean, like I've perused. That's so wild to me. I don't know anybody who's never read the Bible. Yes, you do. I've n- okay, because it's literally me. <laughs> but, but <laughs> Sorry, I mean in real life people. That real life. Well, I mean- I've known you since I was fifteen. What do you mean, real life people? I mean people I see every day. I'm gonna throw myself That's directly all- out of window. Tell your fucking gay story. James Saint James. Oh, yeah. My hero, my savior. I opened this magazine spread, and it's all about club kids, okay? When they, on the later, when I would watch Drag Race and they would do a club kid episode and they would show shots, I'd be like, oh, I recognize that. Yeah. Because this is what this was. I mean, there were a bunch of socialite, like, skinny New York girls in it, too, so, like, choke, but the 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 drag like the people that were doing club kid drag yeah the people that were in these crazy suits with this crazy makeup on or like half naked and like with wearing sculptural art as fashion i was like what and like i cut out the most tame photo of it um like it was some skinny new york girl and i put that on one of my collages that i uh made for my wall i made several collages of magazine cutouts because i used to be into fashion i thought i was going to be the next tyra banks Work. um and you're like five two yeah <laughs> okay so is eva so is kate moss kate moss is not five fucking two she's five seven it's the same thing in the okay world. it's it's not because i'm five seven and I am significantly taller than you. How? But, yeah, okay, we're not doing this. Also, I'm 5'2.5", so get your facts straight. By the way, I didn't know like you were that. actually 5'2". I was just throwing that out there because I know you're fucking short. So, wow, you're so I'll fucking short. Like, you're literally shorter than my mom. And she's, like, the shortest person I'm 5'2.5". Okay. You know what? Short ladies are desirable. We're cute. Yeah, because you can just grab them and keep going. Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Fuck off! Anyway, I had these collages on my wall. I didn't want to... I was in love with Tyra Banks. Let's be very clear and real about that. Mm. Okay? But I wanted to be in fashion to be near Tyra Banks and, you know, become a designer. And she was my muse, and we would live together in a bungalow. Okay? She's like 50. I was like 12. And you thought that this girl woman. You know what? I can't talk. Never mind. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? I I didn't know what the flow of time was. I thought I would catch up. Bitch, if that's not it. If that's not the real shit. Like, truly. Like, that's the real shit. 
Um, so had these collages and I just had this New York City girl in a, like a kind of a short dress like in the corner of the collage and I would see it and that reminded me of like this whole other world that existed mm. that was like but and it's like I didn't know but in the in my in my depths of my heart I knew you know capital K I knew that she's good wow I'm, I'm so kidding. stupid when you said that I was like Janae that's not how you spell new <laughs> I was like capital K what does that mean what are you saying <laughs> So that was uh, an awakening for me of like this understanding that there's a world out there that I have no understanding of, but that I think is fascinating. Yeah. And then let's see. I mean, besides then knowing I loved women, all because women, um, I think that the other LGBT media, we're going to go into this and I'm going to try not to rant. We're going to skip over it. There's a lot to unpack. We're not going to unpack it. We're going to take a look at the suitcase. Glee. Okay? I saw Glee. I've never seen Glee. That taught me the gay people were out in the world, uh, carousing, carousing, in, and um, in that... Real life? What do you think that word means? Carousing? Yeah. Just kind of like... I don't think that's a word. around? Well, I just made it up. I'm an icon. I can make up anything I want. Okay. So... So, yeah, Glee was my first LGBT media, um... And for me, what? Sorry, you just unlocked a memory. Continue your story and then reminded me that you unlocked me a memory later. Okay. I used to wake up and watch it. Like when I was, I was like in my, this now I'm like in my teen years. And I used to wake up at 6 a.m. to watch Glee when it dropped on Hulu the night after it aired. (laughs) And my mom always came in and prayed for us every morning. But it was like at 7. So I would try to be on there like at 6 so that I could watch Glee, then turn back over, pretend I was asleep when she came in to pray. (laughs) Did you have to be asleep when she prayed? Well, if I didn't, then I would have to pray with her. (laughs) You tried to sleep on the Lord. No, I was like in my head, like, thanks, Jesus. What's that? <laughs> I just don't want to do this right now. Like, I just, I just don't want to do it right now. Um, I mean, thank you, Mom, for praying for me. That was really cool of you. Um, so, um, I'm looking at a picture of my dad, by the way, and like in the picture, he's giving the person who took the photo with the side eye. But anytime I say something wild, I'll look at that photo, and it's just like he's going, bitch. Um, so Glee was my first, I mean, I was obsessed with Glee, and I think it was purely off of gayness, because if you rewatch that show, I mean, it was a train wreck. Yeah. Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy square up. Ryan Murphy, where you at? Drop that. Never. Drop your pen. Never seen it. Huh? I'm just like, I've never seen it. Like, I wish I could. I mean, that's fine, but I explained to you last night. Yeah why we roll up and it's on site with Ryan Murphy. I know, but, like, just, like, I, like, you know I'm a strong opinion. Do I need to go into all of this? Do no, I need to go I'm just saying, like, I want okay. to be able to, like, engage with you and, like, vibe with you on this level, but because I, I've i never seen the show, like, I don't have, like, a hard, solid context. Here's what you need to understand. Somehow, as a full gay man, 
Ryan Murphy managed to appropriate gay culture. Okay. Same. I mean, one time there was this scene where Mercedes and Kurt walk into the office <laughs> and they're like, she's black, I'm gay. Together, we are culture. No, 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 no. The black gays are culture. You, little white boy, are nothing. She's black. I'm gay. We live together. Like, that just sounds like the beginning of, like, the worst sitcom. She's black. I'm gay. Wait. So is he introducing both of them? Like, she doesn't even get to say anything of this? Like, the, well, if that is not an apt fucking metaphor. Hello? It's a very, I mean, I honestly don't remember. I think maybe they both said it. Like together, no they so they both said full. simultaneously, "I'm black, she's gay." <laughs> or wait, I said that fast. No, she. I think it might have been she said, "I'm black," and he said, "I'm gay," and then he said, "Together, we make culture. We are." That is the f- some shit like I'm that. gonna watch Glee now. We need a. This is too much. Anyway, so I watched Glee obsessively, and here's where we're gonna go into the darkness. And you know what? I'm not ashamed of my darkness. I then, it, though I walk in the Valley of Shadows. Hello, became obsessed with Glee fan fiction and became a Glee no. online stan. <laughs> Wait. In the forums, I was on the IMDb <laughs> forums after the episodes dropped. No, honey. she wasn't. Wait, Wait they was this like, within the timeline of me knowing you? I don't believe so. Okay. Because I had moved on from Glee by this point, by the point, by the time we met. Because when we met, I was into Doctor Who. I remember, remember we were the Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I moved, but, which is honestly tragic. Like, it's tragic that I started with Glee and then moved into the rest of my understanding of the LGBT community started coming from communities of people obsessing over straight white men that they yeah. wanted to be gay. Yeah. Which is like... I mean, as a gay, I can make anyone gay. I'm allowed, yeah. and it's correct. God but, ordained you know, power. I don't know. All I'm saying is it was a complicated time. A lot was going on. Um, but that was my introduction to the LGBT world. So I think it was, I didn't know, I don't know when Drag Race dropped on Hulu, but that's when I found out about Drag Race. Yeah. Was when it dropped on Hulu. The first three seasons weren't there, which is disrespectful. Yeah. But we know RuPaul and we know how he likes to operate. Yeah. So, we've talked about our gay origins. Well, okay. And so let's go Wait, into that first. Real quick, you triggered a memory for me. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Bunny was yeah. definitely like the first drag queen I ever saw. But now that I think about mm-hmm. it, the first piece of like gay media that I got into. This is back when Logo was like, that was literally the only channel that had anything that was actually just like out, very like concrete gay representation. It was like, these are gay people in gay relationships. Like, yeah. And it was like geared towards the, you know, the gay community. And yeah, my mom actually used to watch this show, Noah's Ark. And I never watched it, but like I would. I've heard of it. Yeah. And like, I would kind of pop in. I remember the only episode I remember was about a cock ring. And, like, I would just kind of pop sure. it in and be like, whatever. But I started watching it because I would emulate everything my mom did. Like, Logo, the only show I would watch, watch, was One Girl, Five Gays. Did you ever know about that? Excellent. I loved that show. It was this... Is that the one where she has to guess? Like, is it gay straight? No, that's gay straight or taken. No, so One Girl, Five Gays, it was like this panel discussion. Wow, I'm making it sound like it was like an intellectual academic... <laughs> no, but it was like... 
this it was one straight girl i don't remember her name and then it was a rotating cast of five i think it was a rotating cast of five gays from like uh five gay guys they could have all been the same white dude there was like a couple of brown people if i'm remembering properly okay but like it was like they would have a pool of like 10 gay guys that they would pull from and every episode they would have five on and if i'm remembering the show properly they would just there would be like a question posed by the girl who was essentially the moderator of this discussion and they'd be like cut or uncut and then they'd all go around and be like me oh but like cut and they're like ew cut why cut and they would just like and i loved it i'm really pissed off because i know that you said it wasn't intellectual but the entire setup for this has been making me think okay they're gonna talk about the issues yeah no they're not like they would sometimes like try to get like low-key like quasi-political where they would kind of be like oh yeah homophobia but then be like but yes like anal like they would immediately like switch gears back to like it was very prime like they would sometimes talk about like their personal traumas and like it would get emotional but like the overall tone of the show was very like jovial and fun and like that was my introduction and I remember I think I watched that mostly high school age like my freshman year I think was when I started watching it or like late middle school possibly but that's when I remember most watching it because my my friend and I at the time my best friend we would watch it separately and we would we would sometimes like call each other while we were watching it or we would call each other after it this is also I would watch this was when I got into season it was when season four of Drag Race was airing because I remember we were like obsessed <gasps> with Latrice Royale and oh my god season four was the season I first watched but it was on Hulu I mean that probably had something to do with like how time works yeah Okay. <laughs> Probably. No, no, what I'm saying, because mine, Hulu didn't put Drag Race on until there were, like, three seasons, because I watched them all three. Also, so I just want to like say, season. we didn't have Hulu when I was in high school. Okay. So, you had Hulu, I didn't. Mm. The Martins had Hulu. <laughs> um, what? They did. One time, okay, anyway, that's not relevant. So... I when Drag Race dropped on Hulu they had season four five and six I believe and eight was like airing I think I think that I got into Drag Race while season eight was airing. okay so you got into it a lot later than I did no no season seven was airing I'm so sorry so still late because like I'm pretty sure oh yeah yeah, yeah. did season I mean this is not the time um yeah continue. so what were we about to talk about before I, I cut you back off as okay. I'm watched. Well, it's we're thirty we're thirty-four minutes in and we still have not spoken about drag no, race. We haven't. So I think now is the time. So the whole section, the next like kind of what I wanted this from your first LGBT media. Real quick, I is, just wanna okay. say that Janae had this like planned out where she was like, In minute three we're gonna talk about this and then minute five point five we're talking about this like she had it very structured and i don't know why she thought that was legit like because we fully have not held the structure of how i know she has it like planned out in her notes like very concretely because that's who she is but like she doesn't understand or she does understand like she just didn't account for the fact that like we can't talk to each other in like a formulaic constructive kind of way oh no constructive yeah no that's fair yeah so so we got that we got you got into drag race with your friend i got into drag i don't know why i don't know what made me click i mean it feels like fate I think it was because it was pink. So, but but for both of us, regardless, it was season four. Yeah. Season 
four. And when we watch season four, we'll get way more into it. But right now, it's kind of like, okay, what was the moment in season four where you were like, I love this? It was the this get those it. nuts out of my face, with like, obviously, because again, my friend Andrew, like, we basically just were watching for Latrice at the time. When did right. I feel? I'm wondering if I'm like mixing up my timelines because, um, I just want to see when it like aired. Because, yeah, so it was 2015. That can't be fucking right. Because I graduated high school in 2015. Wait, season four aired in 2015? That doesn't sound correct. It says that... It says that season four... Okay. I'm fucking fused Because it's saying that season four, episode one, came out in 2012. But then it's saying... Oh, these are okay. the revealed. I didn't read that. Okay, so the revealed... Okay. <laughs> Because I was like, that's not, that's not possible. So yeah, yeah, 2012. Yeah, 2012 was when the first episode of um, season four, oh my gosh, of season four aired. And I'm pretty sure I was in my freshman year in 2012. Because that's when the world was. Yeah, no. So yeah. Yeah. 2012 was when I was on Tumblr Mm -hmm. uh, talking shit about Mitt Romney. And (laughs) I was still in, I was still in junior, I was still at PSE in junior college. And I was... Yeah, I was still a PSC in uh, junior college. Okay, girl, I did not say it like that. It was just junior college. I was just dual enrolled. Excuse me. I was dual enrolled because I was. Uh, Yeah, so season four was really that doll, huh? She was that bitch. She really. Yeah, like honestly, like because it was the first season that someone got disqualified. Oh yes. Okay, the first time I watched season four of Drag Race. Okay, because it's. Let me say. My first thing, the first thing when I, the moment I knew I loved it, loved it, was when they went outside, when Rue took them on that stupid, not stupid, this, I'm sorry, I don't know why, it's every flicks, but Rue took them on this damn field trip and took them outside and was like, dig through the garbage for your materials. And also, you're going to be being attacked by zombie former drag contestants. Go! And I was like. (laughs) This is, this doesn't make any sense. This is absolutely fucking insane. And when I was watching it, I was like, that was the moment I knew that no piece of straight media could ever compare. That's right, I said it. No, not one piece of straight media. No, not Game of Thrones. No, Real quick, have you ever seen an episode of Game of Thrones? I watched the first, like, few seasons. Then, uh, at the end of one of the seasons, the white girl Daenerys, worse, she frees a city of slaves who are all black and brown people and when she frees them they rush out of the city and they lift her up and the closing shot of the season is just a sea of brown arms lifting up this lily white girl with her lily white hair lifting her into the air calling her like the queen and like praising her and loving her and like wanting and like worshipping her essentially and I was like oh hell motherfucking no fuck no my nigga they did like they that's a ham fisted ass white savior like yep. you that's they wow work yeah they went in for that shit yeah no the moment i knew i loved it when i was watching that and i was like these bitches are throwing wigs why do they look like that all they makeup is crusty everybody look crazy as fuck what the fuck is going on it don't make no damn sense 
and like I never you you know I've never seen season the beginning of season three. Are you trying actively not to talk over me because I feel very strange right yeah. now the fact that you haven't said anything. Listen, because like I know how bitches get about like people talking over each other on podcast. They're like, why wouldn't you just let her fucking talk? And I'm trying, I'm trying. Like I am actively like I'm. I have my Apple TV on and it's on like the safe screen thing and it's just like an, a drone shot of some city i don't know what it is it, what city is this singapore probably dubai why did you have to drop that it was an apple because TV? it's an apple tv because apple tv does a save screen when it hasn't been used for a certain amount of time it's relevant you could have just said my screen no because it's it's my every screen does a save screen you could have just said my screen you had to say your Apple TV. Okay, well, no, it's fine. I well, just I want you to know Apple that TV, you did. So. I mean, you know what you I did. I do. I have a 4K Apple TV. I hate and you. And I'm just watching that and trying to concentrate on that so I won't talk. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. I hate it. Let's, okay, let's just do a little bit of overtalk. Fine. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, I mean, just like, don't be silent for like five minutes straight. First of all, that was um, so I'm gonna real that life 30 seconds. Really? Yes, that was mi- not even a minute. Damn. Okay, well, I was incorrect. I anyway, all I'm saying is you said get those nuts away from my face. For me, it was much re- I mean, I think because you had a background in your idea of drag. Ish. Maybe? Not really. Yeah, but you like had, I mean, you'd seen drag before because I hadn't seen drag before. I'd seen Club Kids in a magazine. I mean, that's drag. But like, I hadn't seen fishy drag at all like i had not seen the uh, the concept of a man being like i'm a woman mm-hmm. like at all yeah excuse me so that i mean it was just so iconic i mean they're in this dusty ass rue has this fucking filter of like the last day on earth they're walking dead like schlubbing through this garbage the wigs are flying. Somebody got hit in the face. Um, so there's a, there's a cut screen of them being like, these girls are just doing too much. Blah, 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 blah. Like, Roxy Andrews is losing her mind. No, that's, that's season five. Well, am I thinking about season five? I'm thinking about season five. <laughs> and this is why we're going to yeah. go back and rewatch everything. Because, like... No, wait. No, 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 no. No, this was season four because it was the apocalypse. Yeah, Rupocalypse now. Exactly. Did she do this? No, she, yes, yes. It was, it was, it was season. No. Girl. Again, why we are watching these seasons all over. Yeah, well, all I know is that when I saw that zombie scene, that really got me because I was just like, oh, this show has a history. This is all insane. It doesn't make any sense, but I have to know more about it. You know, you might be mixing up like drag on a dime with Rupocalypse now, maybe? Probably. I'm probably mixing up season five, drag on a dime. Because I remember there was, like, a season four queen who I recognized, but then I didn't recognize the rest, and I was like, what the yeah. fuck? But, okay, so let me think. So, but season four, I obviously fell in love with Drag Race. Oh! Oh, I know when I fell. Oh, girl. <laughs> obviously, the Sharon Needles yes. runway. Are you kidding? That was it. That was obviously. everything. Yeah. When that bitch opened her mouth and that blood that's when yeah. I knew what iconicism truly was. Yeah. After four. Honestly, and, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to, this is nothing against, like, older queens and people who want to, you know, some people don't want to keep doing all that shit, mm-hmm. but, like, 
Sharon Needles to this day has never done anything more iconic than that moment. And, the, you know, that's fine. I mean, but she's also a racist. But that, so. Is she really? Yeah. What did she do? I'm pre- okay, so I'm going to have to, like, find, like, pull the ugh, seats. But I'm pretty sure she said, like, nigger and did, like, you know. I mean, like, which is, like, she pr- probably was justified. Like, there was probably someone, like, I hate niggering you. it up. But, like. I hate you. Yeah, no, Sharon Needles is, like, yeah, she's done, like. Did she, like, is she, okay, but is she a full, full racist, or is she just a white person? Uh, mm, work. Um, probably a little bit of both. Mm. So she's probably one of those white people that, like, has black friends that let her say nigger, and she, like, thinks that it's cute. I do remember, though, I was super obsessed with Sharon Needles, because, like, my freshman year is when I started to get into, like, the scene queen emo gig. Like, oh, I mean, I actually started getting into it when I was in sixth grade, but... But my freshman year is when I actually, my aesthetic started to develop in that that direction because, like, my parents would let me, like, pick out my clothes with a lot more freedom at that point. Like, they always let me have freedom in my clothes, but I think before then I was kind of, like, still trying to bend to what I thought my mom wanted me to dress like. And by my freshman year I was kind of like, well, I just want to look like a super, like, hot emo bitch. And I was obsessed with Sharon Needles because she, like, encompassed that for me where I was just like, yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, I think I'm going to put season four Sharon Needles in a little box that I'm allowed to stand for. Okay. Because, A, see, the current Sharon Needles isn't even as kind as season four Sharon Needles any, anymore anyway. Not, again, like, like a lot of queens, like, you bring out your shit to do Drag Race. And then totally. some people after that are like, I have my money. Peace. And, like, that's cool. That's what like, I would do, bitch. That. If I won Drag Race, <laughs> bye. I'm going to go I get a day job. Money dead ass and it's like that's totally that's totally fine like I'm really not putting anything down on her as far as drag goes I'm just saying that like that moment showed me how far like the fact that she could push herself there and that is that lived inside of her like that moment was very iconic it was incredibly fashionable and also disgusting and also just full of like I mean, she had, like, open wounds. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just so... It was everything I've ever wanted to see and did not know that that's what I wanted to see. And when I saw it, I did not know she was a racist. And I transcended. I mean, that moment, I... I, That was what I knew what it was to truly gag. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I knew what the gag was. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think... Because, like, it's so weird. I, I had almost a... I've always had, like, a weird cyclical relationship with, with Drag Race where, like, I'll get super, super into it and then I'll just drop off. But I do that with everything, I think, where I'll get super, super into something yeah. and then I just drop off the face of the earth of, of everything for, like, several months. And so I'm super behind. But, like, I remember... I think I watched up until... Probably season seven, I think. And then I dropped back off again. <gasps> I mean, Girl, what did I, I watched. No, I watched up until I watched seasons four, five, and six, and then I think seven was airing while I was binging all that, and then by the time I was done binging, season seven was on Hulu, and I watched season seven, and so that was my thing, and I didn't watch season eight air because I didn't have TV, but when it got on Hulu, that's when I watched it, but like, that was me too, my range was season four to season seven was my, like, my, like, like, I'm plugged in, this is Drag Race, I'm on it. Like, yeah. I think I actually watched... I think I watched up until, like, Katya's Elimination, oh, Katya. maybe. Oh, gorgeous, beautiful. 
You know, I think with season seven, because you know what? I don't ever remember the first episode. Like, I have seen the first episode now, but I don't remember watching the first episode before a couple of, like, a year or two ago, I think. So I think I might have been one of those bitches who was just like, I would jump in on random episodes, and I was like, yes, and then I just kind of fell off the earth, and then season eight, <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, Well, I think that um, for season four specifically, like, when I watched it, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. When I watched it, I hated Willem. I hated Willem. I love and I think... Yeah, I mean, and I love Willem now, but at the time, I mean, I was still very, like, respectability type, and, like, I was with the other kids. I was like, why would she stop fucking singing? Why won't she let everybody else? I mean, I also wanted to know why she wouldn't stop fucking singing, but it's just because I desperately wanted her to stop singing. (laughs) Because, like, I have, I I take issue with those, and I never know how to describe it because I don't know anything about anything, but, like, that singing voice that's, like, it almost sounds like they're still just talking, but they're singing, where it's like, uh, I don't know how to describe I just, I do not like Willem's singing voice. I just want to sing. No, not even that. It's just like, there's there's not a tone being picked. There's no notes <laughs> being grabbed. <laughs> Work. Kind of like, I, like Derek for- Barry and Willem, I put them in the same, like. Wow. They both sing the same to me, and I, I oh my gosh, like, when... <laughs> With the okay, Derek Barry is Britney Spears, so you just talk. Okay, no, the fuck she's not. Like, because I'm sorry, but that wig that she's wearing and that that Uh, panel where she's talking about people died at Stonewall. That fucking wig, Britney would never. (laughs) Okay, maybe she would now, but Britney, like peak Britney, would never with that fucking hairline. I still love that song. Okay, people die. Current Britney, do you know who current Britney? She's just a mom, just living on her lawn. She's doing yoga on her lawn. She's painting. She's, she's putting up like Pokemon fit. parties for her boys. Like she's just being a cool, fun mom. Yeah, like completely. I like real Brit- Britney currently would never because she doesn't wear wigs now. Yeah, she's just she a mom. Like I'm so glad Britney's happy. Because like True. all of her songs. I mean, there's actually a whole scandal going on with her right oh, now. Apparently, what? Because it's like I don't. I don't. I, I saw it shut the fuck up no it was like she is under some kind of like mental health custody with her parents Mm. and she canceled her vegas residency because of it or something like someone's controlling her life basically Mm. from what i can gather legally yeah well like and i'll I'll, we'll have to look into this because i want to yeah yeah i didn't want to look into it because i saw it was like free britney and i was like i she's in my mind she's already free yeah like i'm not i was like i can't do this i can't do this again let britney live okay well we're coming up but, on an hour so we need to start getting the actual like guts and meats and bones of this recorded okay wow wild um i think that you know what it is here's the thing it's not that we haven't gotten into guts and meats and bones it's that we keep getting into the guts and meats and bones and then we stop talking about like we go into some other that's shows. what i'm saying like so, that we have other guts and meats and bones to get to but we keep like detouring to the side dishes like we got like a two-piece with a well, biscuit and like mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and like sweet potatoes on the side and we keep going back into the sweet potatoes and the mac and cheese we've at, we've gotten up six times to ask for honey but we have not even touched a single one of the drumsticks so what i 
basically all I wanted to do really quick, all I had wanted to say was I do love Willem now, but when I first watched Drag Race, I hated him. And I think that's what Rue wanted for like a very simple minded audience member to be like, why is Willem the worst? And I, I, I do want to say that that outfit that she won with was ridiculous. The pride boat, it was just her face. We're not going to go into it. We'll get, the, we'll get there. Okay. But I love Willem now. Now, Alexis, who was your favorite queen and favorite moment from that season? Latrice were out. Yes, I Latrice already Royale gave it. I said it was. Oh, you Latrice, did. Yeah. I said it was Latrice Royale, and get those nuts out of my face. Because I remember I was on the I'm phone sorry, with my friend you just Andrew. Keep that white boy. <laughs> you keep mentioning that white boy, and it keeps throwing me off. He was like my best friend. Like I actually owe. Like we're not very close anymore. Like I think we talk. We talk like maybe once a year, but like. In high school, like, he was, like, my... I'm gonna, like, so, Andrew, if you're listening, which you won't be, but, like, if you are, thanks. Thanks for, like, a really cool friendship that was super, like... Oh, my gosh, when I moved out of... When I left Florida to move up here, the last... I'm literally gonna start yep. crying. So, my mom and I, because we drove. We drove to my grandma's house from um, our house. And, like, our house was completely empty. And so we were leaving at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. And I remember I told Andrew that. I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, I'm leaving under the cover of darkness. It's going to be, like, one day I'm here, the next day I'm gone. And, you know, so my mom and I, we went to bed that night. And we got up at, like, 1, like, midnight or 1 in the morning to, like, get all our stuff packed. Like, what was what little was left in the house, get it up in our truck and, like, you know, get on the road so we could get to my grandma's house at a decent time. And when we were, like... We were sleeping in the living room, air mattresses, and my mom was like shuffling back and forth, and you know I'm shuffling back and forth, and then she like she like stopped and looked at the door, which our door had like a glass panel on it, and then it had two like glass panels going down the side, yeah. like bordering either side of the door, so you could kind of see outside, but like they were like frosted glass, so it was always diffused, and we kept seeing we saw these like flashing green lights like out on our board, and we're like what the fuck is what is this, and so I like go outside, and it's a bunch of flashing green alien balloons tied to like the pillars on our porch and tied to my like our mailbox thing and like they were like I'm gonna miss you and da, da, da. and it, Andrew had come to my house with his friend in like the middle of the fucking night with all these balloons and tie them all over my stuff and I literally like I cried like I was I had to pull them down because obviously I couldn't leave them but as I'm like taking them off shit I'm just like holding them on my porch crying and Andrew was genuinely like we don't talk as much anymore we're very different people now from who we were in high school and I know that like that's you know whatever but you know he was a very because he was one of those people that I watched drag race with so he was part of a very like foundational part of my life we would talk about gender and sexuality together and our developing identities and so I really appreciate Andrew and he has a very very special place in my heart and he always will you're that's beautiful i know i am like but he oh my fuck off he's in my mind he's our executive producer because he's he's part of what made me you know um didn't isn't andrew the one that we rolled up at that papa john's in the middle of the night and like got a tree of yeah from his fucking manager work no andrew has had a very i think the last i talked to him about he just got engaged in a polyamorous couple so he's in a thruple. Yeah, now. no, I know. You told me you were very upset about it. Yeah, because I'm just like, what the fuck? Why am I not in a polyamorous thruple? Why am I not being sought after? But also, I need to stay single. But also, if there's any rich polyamorous thruples out there that 
want me to do minimal effort in maintaining a relationship. My number is. Absolutely. Um, so, I guess, really, that's all I want. I mean, that was the whole point of the first episode was just who we are. Also, because I was low-key um, jealous because asking. I was pretty sure Andrew and I were supposed to get married, so... Even though I mean, he was gay and yeah, like it's a very complicated story. Mind your fucking business, bitch. Oh, uh, uh, okay, well, okay then. Like I think that there's a million people that talk about Drag Race. There's Wow presents, and they have actual queens. They have so, the actual <laughs> I. <laughs> so like, why are we talking about Drag Race? Is kind of what I want to go into. Okay, and for me. It's like, this is the last thing. It's just what I want to say. Um, I think that personally, there's not enough black lady and lady aligned realness happening in the world yeah. ever anywhere. But specifically with Drag Race, it's very like, we are the white gays and we say, we say we don't want niggas here. That made me, didn't Latrice and Willem sing that song? Like, <laughs> for their twin thing they were like we whatever go ahead um so i want to talk about drag race because it's very important to it was very important because it was like they touched on so many topics you know they have the they have the introducing the challenge talking about the mini challenge and then during makeup there's always some like deep moment and they're talking about some real shit yeah. especially in, in newer to, seasons really too yeah yeah and but like that introduced me to I mean oh and then of course the Angina being you know uh, when she okay but we didn't know I mean we didn't know about that at the time did you I don't think I don't think I watched that but like I you know but I'm saying like obviously like that okay, was a yeah. very brave political and politically charged politically yes. politically charged like Angina's incredible. I love him Angina yeah. I love you kiss me right on that for. Me- for me, it was very much um, the moment that, like, the first time I was like, oh, we are gay. We are a community. Mm-hmm. Was when fucking Latrice was like, why do we call it marriage? We should call it something else. And Chad Michael was like, do I have to kill a bitch today? And it was like this, like, heated conversation. And it was like, like, Latrice was wrong. But it was very, like, I saw my community, I saw my people having this conversation. It was like, we don't have to be this one thing that everybody thinks we are. Like, my mom thinks that we're all, like, she's like, you're all in leather, rebelling against the lower. She's right. You know what I mean? And it's like, shut up. That's like, we're so diverse and we have, we are, we're just people, but we're also the best people that have ever existed. God made us very special and perfect and incredible and iconic. And I think that the, you know, I'm a lesbian lady, and as a black lesbian, I feel like I see myself in snippets of nothing. Like, okay, top top black lesbian moments in the world. Okay, let's see. Bet from Yvette Elward, who is the lightest-skinned, light-skinned that's ever existed. Um, that one girl on the one episode of Queer Eye where they made over a black lesbian. Uh, Queen Latifah, but not really, you know, representation-wise. And then, uh, what? Me. Who else? You know what oh, I mean? No. Like, uh, you know, yeah. but do you know what I no, mean? No, like, obviously, like, yeah. So it's Like, they're out like, there, but there's not like, a lot of, like, super mainstream, like, 
because like obviously there are yeah. tons of super iconic amazing black lesbian creators and and artists out there but there's not many mm-hmm. that are like big like there's not any there's not a ton of household names yes and there's not a, the thing about even it in is the gay whenever community. i make something yeah exactly like whenever i make something i just always my whole thing is this is for little me and so it's like because it's like who who cares if you have the representation but it's only available on this one channel of a for a like this one channel at two in the morning when this christian kid can't can't watch tv and you know isn't allowed to be awake at that time do you know what i yeah. mean like there was i was searching and reaching for that representation and that community i mean i did this experiment not experiment but this research project one time where i did no social media for a week and i felt so disconnected from my community and that's when i like it reminded me oh i live in a very straight white place oh yeah yeah and that's what i'm pressured into every day and my community is out there on the internet on you know what i like mean like you have to reach like, out for your community, community where it's not presented to yeah. you like there of course there are exactly. magazines but like they're not typically you're not they're not the ones you're going to pick up in fucking CVS while you're getting condoms and and plan b at 2 a.m. like some of us might uh, do what that- I hate you. Literally, 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 the magazines I read when I was a kid were from the library. Do you think the library has Gay Times magazine? No, it does not. It does. I don't even know where I got that Fashion Rocks magazine. I hate you. So, yeah, I think that's why it's important. Like, I mean, maybe there is another, maybe there's a Drag Race podcast out there with some black lesbians. There probably is. Like, let's link up. Just me Let's link up. Yes. But, like, I just, in the gay community, I really don't hear enough from black women. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of white men who are good allies who are like we need to listen to black trans women we need to i was to just gonna lesbians. say that where they're like we need to listen to them and like you know a black lesbian said this i'm like okay invite them on your fucking podcast like invite them to like, say yeah. their own words like yeah yes exactly like we hear a lot of allies talking about listening but at the end of the day these like cis white gay men and white queer men have the floor so often like yeah. pose which i'm gonna watch later with my only woke white friend sydney um, my only anti-racist white ally, Sydney. Shout out to Sydney. Also, my phone's on 1%, so we gotta go fast. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, did you have anything to add about why we're doing this? Um, I think just for me, like, I know I'm a very, like, I always felt very isolated and, like, very alone as a kid because I have such, like, I'm very niche. Like, I'm, God, of course I would say that. But, like, yeah, you know, I have, like, very niche interests and identities, and I always felt like I was so, like, alone and just the only yeah. person that was like me. And not like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking yep. unique. Literally just feeling lonely. Like, I was like, I... We're, we're in fucking Florida. Yeah. North Florida. Yeah. The pain. Yeah, I was just like, like I'm fucking mean? alone. Like, there's nobody else. And anytime I would get, like, those little snippets of getting to see someone who I was like, oh, my gosh, I see myself in that person, it was, like oh my goodness, finally, 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 they really do exist. And now I'm like, I'm in a place where as an adult, I can be that for some other like little child. Like I don't have to, I don't just have to hope that someone else does it. Like I'm in a place where I can do it now. And with Drag Race, especially because it's, it's a very like insular word. Like a lot of the talking heads of Drag Race are going to be the, like you said, like the white gays. And I, I would really love to come. I think we both offer a very different perspective on things 
because of the way that we, yeah. we tend to look at stuff and i would really love to have that be yeah, part more of iconic like, and perfect obviously and i would really love to, to be a part of the discussion like our personal hot hot takes on things mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i definitely absolutely i yeah i just also we're good at talking about drugs i'm good at talking about everything i hate you i'm I mean, actually, I am too. You're right. I'm I not. that's not what I said. No. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So we just we wanted to do this because one, I I think with our personal don't speak I'm, for me. I'm speaking for you because with our personal busy lives, we do have kind of a difficulty staying in touch. Like there will be sometimes when it's like radio silence for a couple of months, just because yeah. and less so now that we're both graduated. But you know, life still happens for both of us. We live twelve yeah. hours away at least, so it's like. We, I, I, for me, a big motivator for this was also an excuse to keep us connected. Yes. Don't say it like that. I love that. Okay. What? I'll do whatever I want, actually. You taught me this, by the way. Like, I used to have no backbone. And then I met Alexis, and Alexis was like, I'll do whatever I want. I'm perfect. I don't care what you think. Yes. Like, that's true. You're right. That comes from a deep, dark place, though. Well, you gave it to me in a place of light. Poetry. Yeah. I am on 1%, so Poetry. we gotta make sure, like, I think it'll last okay, for a well, minute, but, like, let's make sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the first episode. Hello, I hope that you enjoyed us talking mostly about ourselves and very, very little about <laughs> But so here's, here's our, basically our premise, so you at least know what the podcast is. Um, we are going to go back and watch all of Drag Race, starting from season one, yes. episode one, going chronologically yes. up until however long it takes us to get caught back up. So season 37 or whatever it's going to be. And we're just each week, we're going to go through each episode. We're going to talk about the looks. We're going to talk about the queens. We're going to talk about... We're going queen by queen. We're going queen by queen. That's our, like, thing. Obviously, we're going queen by queen. Because that's how we always talk about it anyway. Yes. And and we're just going to kind of give our own commentary on how we felt about the looks, the challenges, the the general vibe of the the episode, how the season is progressing. And, of course, we're going to interject. We're going to talk shit. I won't. I won't do that. Because I have class. You will. I have class. You will. I just burped and I'm like, I have class. But, um, <laughs> no, like, and we're just going to interject, of course, our own experiences that kind of parallel. We're going to, it's going to be a big thing that is centered on. It's going to be gay. It's not because I'm straight. But it's going to be centered on <laughs> and revolving around drag race. So really quickly, I think it is important that we do, do both say we are black, at least feminine aligned people. Janae, I, as far as I know, Janae does. I'm a homo. She's a homo. I also call myself a woman, but with a very big asterisk at the end of it, I have a very complicated relationship with gender personally. Um, but I do the specific, very specific, like hyphenated, almost black woman to me is an experience that I, I very, very much relate to. Um, I personally identify as bisexual um, with like, yes, why you've Sorry, known this. No, because you used to identify as... I, okay, first of all, the fact that I found out you identified as Pan on Tumblr when we were teenagers, iconic. Worth. But then you, you, you've you gone to th- through some different, like, I- identities, which we all have. Really just I, vibrating back and forth between Pan and Bi. Yeah. And, and which, I mean, worth. For me, the distinction um, between Pan uh, and Bi is not substantial and concrete enough for me to justify needing the label of Pan. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there isn't a distinction, and bisexual has a better flag, and yeah. it already has the B in the acronym. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, obviously, identify as pan, if you identify as pan. I'm just saying, the people that are like, 
hearts, not parts. It's like yeah, like and I think that's where it came from because I like when that was one of the reasons that I gravitated towards Pan was because I saw that and I was like yes, um, because I bought into the very transphobic idea that like, tr- you know, it somehow bisexuality yeah. didn't include trans folk, and so I was like, well, I, I have been obviously like I so I was you know, and so I bought into that very yeah. transphobic idea, and then when I was like, oh, that's obviously like an incredibly, that's weird. Like, literally, that's what's yeah. so funny is because when stuff's on Tumblr, like, people want to act like they made that shit up. And it's like, you can Google it. And literally the Bisexual Google. Women's Network has, like, been saying, like, four decades, no, no, no. Sis, it has always been an all-encompassing true. title. Like, literally yeah. always. Like, fully. And, but, like. Again, 1%. Anyway, but, like. Bisexuality has a dope flag. That's the point. I'm a, I'm, when I say I'm a woman, though, it's very important. Like, lesbian woman is very important to that. Yeah. Because my womanhood is so my womanhood is my lesbianism. Yeah. They are very similar and the same. And, like, I would not be the same kind of woman. And, you know, we're going to get way more into that later. But I just want to say shout out to my favorite local queen currently. My fa- two favorite local queens, Madam Hex and Tara Card. We're talking about Drag Race because I personally, Alexis never leaves their house. I'm a sleepy gay. I don't go out after 9 p.m. So we don't I know don't. a lot of local drag things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, okay, but what I'm saying is, um, we're talking about drag race because, you know, drag culture is discriminatory to sleepy gays and hermit gays. Yes. Ah, so. (laughs) Well, I mean, drag race is really important to our identities, but, you know, the reason. And also, it's just Maybe we'll have a local queen on one day. That would be really cool. But, like, it's just fun. Yeah. Also, drag race, drag race as a show is fun, and I like talking about fun things. And it's better than any straight media that's ever been put out. Yeah. So, Yeah. This this is I'm again I'm Janae I'm Alexis and you have been listening to Queen by Queen which next week will actually be Queen by Queen it'll be the first episode of season one hey so okay stay tuned and okay I don't have a good sign off so you can yeah no sign off no sign off here Bye. bye. Hey guys, I just wanted to give a special shout out from me and Alexis to our awesome friends, Don and CJ Martin. They're the artists behind our cover art and our music uh, that we have for the show. We're really grateful for them for being ride or dies to help us out with starting our show. Um, and all of their information is going to be in the description. Thanks you guys. You're the best.